0: Welcome Dog crew. Dan here with today's signals around finding your authentic self. With me is Sarah Andrews, founder of Inspire PR Media. A great quote from Sarah in the episode. Beliefs are stuck. All else is moving forward. Come join us and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Today, we have Sarah Andrews with us. Sarah is the director of Inspire PR Media. And as a publicist, Sarah contributes to the bridge between the audience and the media. She's also well-traveled and has an uh, insatiable curiosity for new places and experience. I believe that's going to come out in today's podcast, so I can't wait to get into this. Welcome, Sarah. I'm excited to have you on the show. Can you give everybody a bit more info about your background beyond what I just said? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Thanks, Dan. And look, it's a pleasure being on the podcast and, and, and talking about what we're going to be talking about. So a little bit um, about my background. Um, so I, I've done lots of different things over um, when I started working from a very young age of 13. But I, I've been a youth worker. I've worked in the mining industry. I've worked in the farming industry I have worked in the wellness nursing all these different um I would say that I'm a seeker of the universe and the world and I am very ADD so I just love so many different things at one time and exploring things And I think now is after I had the wellness centres and a yoga studio, um, we were always in, like, the media, in the paper and, you know, there was a time that I started like, well, you know, what else could I really do to really, you know, contribute and assist to the universe but assist to the world too? And so the international public relation company came out of that because it's quite easy for me to get into the media so I went okay let's do it for other people and other people that actually really are game changers and, and make and making a difference on the planet and in the world too so and here I am and I'm in Spain (laughs) with the pandemic. Um, I'm Australian. (laughs) So when I do live in um, Australia, I'm in Brisbane. But right now, I'm not far from Malaga and um, in the south of Spain. Um, It's winter, but it's sunny weather over here.
0: Oh, sounds fabulous. I have not spent much time in Spain myself. I was through there one time for a business meeting, but that, that was really it. But it was a beautiful place.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah. Well, great. Yeah. Well, as we as we dive in, some of the things we talked about in our pre-show and getting to know each other are really fascinating. So I want to make sure we cover a few of those topics. Um, one of the, the areas is, you know, you, you posed a really interesting question around, you know, what got you to wake up from creating against yourself? And I think those words are really yeah. interesting creating against yourself because it's it's something I think subtly we all do, but we just don't realize we're doing it. So I, I want to hear you uh, talk a bit about, about that.
1: Yeah, it, look, it, it's a great question because a lot of times we're unaware that we're actually creating against ourselves and against, uh, against what's going to create a greater future. And I, I know... Like my real wake-up call is I've always been a seeker. I've always been very curious about things and explore things. But I, th- I would say it was in 2013 and I remember coming back from Bali and I had just done a yoga retreat and I was about to buy a property and then start another yoga studio up in the north of Bali. And I actually said, I I sat down and I went, there has to be more than this. There has to be more than spiritual um, enlightenment and all this. Like, you know, universe, like show me, like, you know. And so then not long after that, I started really waking up And then my journey has really grown and and really has explored even more. And what really started showing up for me is where I was creating against me and against the world, against, you know, against a future that I always knew possible. And I think that's the one thing where being like a seeker and an explorer, I knew I've known things have been possible anything's possible right and a lot of people would say no that's not true but for me I just knew but things weren't showing up and things weren't going the way that I really truly knew is possible and so when I started exploring more you know like the limiting beliefs that I had about myself, limiting beliefs that I had about money, uh, limiting beliefs that I had about the universe and other people and like that. And I mean, I'm still, you know, that's 2013 and now we're in 2020. And, you know, I'm still exploring it. Every day is a new journey and a new beginning every single day. And, And when I explore it more, and I think we talked about it yesterday, it's really about learning. It's always learning, but it was unlearning. And, you know, where, you know, I would do things that I was quite unaware and really creating this force of trying to make things happen. And so when I started going, well, you know, I can create, against me or I can create for me and that actually creates when I create for me it creates for everyone around me too and so when I'm truly happy in myself that truly then ripples out to everyone else and I think that was when you know I started like seeing the more that I create for me that there is such a more ease than trying to force things and, and, and doing things that, you know, that can really harm you. And, I, you know, some of the things I've done have been very unconscious and then I've gone, oh. But the key for me was even when I've done these things is like, don't judge yourself, Sarah, please. Okay, you chose that that you know and one of my favorite question is you know if I choose that so if I choose anger what is that going to create and I've been you know very recent I've been really like looking at this like looking at emotions and feelings and all like that and you know like if I choose this like what is that going to create and you know anger upset and drama you know, what is that going to create for my future, people around me and myself? And then when I started realizing, well, it's not creating what I truly know is possible, then I can choose something else and that creates that space. Yeah.
0: no, that's It brings up so many memories and thoughts for me just listening to that because I've thought of it in terms of not necessarily, you know, working against myself, but I've more thought of it in terms of realizing that, Wow, there's so many cases in my life where I've tried to use force, physical force, domineering force, whatever you want to say, to to make something happen. Even though I was, it wasn't supposed to happen, but I felt like, oh, I can make it happen. And those those cases have always not worked out well. And in, in fact, you know, a lot of bad things over time. And uh, uh, there's a fun example of it where. Um, I used to be a really bad driver, you know, just somebody that drove 80 miles an hour, weaving in and out of traffic, just crazy. And I had this moment of realization. So I drove that way for 15 days, 30-minute drive back and forth from work. And then the next 15 days, I drove the speed limit, never changed a lane. And I checked my time differential. And the maximum differential was five minutes but in <laughs> fact you know the bulk of the days i was within 1 minute of 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 it and the the crazy person driving way was so much more stressful so much more stressful on other people you know on myself just forcing my way but really not getting anywhere any faster it was really like one of those yeah. moments where you're just like what am i doing <laughs>
1: It's catching yourself. So, even when I say, like, you know, if I get angry or a feeling or emotion comes up, you know, I recognize, I go, what is this? Is this even mine? But I, you know, I recognize it. And in that split second, then I have a choice to go, I can keep creating this or I can choose something different or I can just, you know, remove myself. And I think I, I do that in business, I do that with clients. I do that in my everyday um, life. And I think that has really changed, like waking up. That is really like that creating with me now and for me, not against me. And, you know, when we go into a a negative mindset and we get stressed and we, you know, we, you know, contract and everything, again, you know, a great question like, what is this creating? And, you know, to me, my, my body is my best friend and I'm really on, a you know, this journey, this pathway with my body too and really like asking questions like, you know, right now my body and I are having so much fun with exercising and doing weight training. I'm relearning how to um, skate again and, you know, I'm going out in nature and, you know, I'm hiking when I can. Um, and my body, you know, my body's eating a lot of protein. But, again, you know, it's not what I think I know or like that. I really have like this um, relationship with my body that is like my best friend because, you know, if my body goes, um, I, you know, I won't um, yeah. maybe around. But it definitely um, it's really about the the kindness and the caring and and sometimes like with kindness sometimes you you've got to stand up for yourself that is true kindness for yourself and then other times is that real nurturing and so that's something I've really started you know really getting to be that more for my body and for myself and and recognizing when I do have my days, that you know I I still have choice. I have choice to go down that path, I call the rabbit hole, or choose something different.
0: Yeah, yeah. We watched a fun documentary last night, and uh, the the man uh, in the documentary he kept saying over and over again, "Be kind and sweet to yourself, and give your spells." Self, the space to just be sweet to you and it was really good because it, it just you know it reminds you to give yourself the space to just be and let your body just be and and not be you know angry or critical or all the other things that yeah we, but I loved his be sweet, you know, just be sweet yeah. to you. You know, it was really good.
1: Yeah. And, and when we don't have space, when we contract is where we don't, when the stress comes. And even like, you know, when stress comes, it's really like creating that space. And that's from like 2013. I really started unlearning and learning that I am space. My body is space. And the molecules and the cells are all space. And so I know when I contract, you know, again, you you talk about signals. So, you know, when my body contracts, that's the signal for me is that my body and myself, like, hey, hang on, what space can I be here? And so, you know, sometimes even because I'm quite aware of other people's contractions and not, um, not having their space in their lives... So for me, it's like okay, let's let's you know. Oh, uh, is this actually my contraction? And if it is my contraction, then I'm brutally honest with myself. Okay, so what space can I be here? And sometimes it's just being quiet. Yeah, I notice for me, stop talking, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, quiet. And that's when the whispers of my knowing of the universe will start tapping on on my face. And that's when I can go, okay, start following the energies.
0: Yeah, Uh, great, great insight. So as we look in the world of PR, a thing I like to explore with everybody's um, focus is what do you think are... Three or four misunderstood things about the world of PR publicity. When you when you talk to a new client, you know they come in thinking one thing, but you you live the life and you know things are very different. What were what are a few of those things you'd like to highlight or tell people about?
1: Yeah, um, so I would say a lot of people don't really know what PR public relation is, and then a lot of people mix advertising, marketing, and public relation together so public relation is public relation and it is about you know having people so when a client comes in some people don't have understanding at all or they have a a fixed point of view is this is what I want and this is how we're going to get it and um, so there's two ways we can explore that, you know, and there's other clients will say, this is what I would like, what would you suggest and where can we go from there, you know, where can we go from where I would like to go or the company can go and what can we do with PR. And a lot of time with PR is it, it's like it to get out into the world by using any sorts of media so there's different campaigns there's you know the reporters there's print there's social media but like um I you know in my bio it's like that bridge I love to you know bring people's message um you know people's well <laughs> messaging and, and and what they really would like what what they are actually being and doing out in the world, right? And then bringing that out into the media where audience and people can actually see what clients are doing. And so like a lot of my clients are real game changers that really know there is what they are actually doing and being is making a difference in the world. And so, a part of what I do is really getting it out in the media, where that exchange and engagement starts starts to occur.
0: Yeah, great. The um, I think the you know the this world we live in with so many channels to getting to people and so many different ways of, of exposing, you know, and getting that uh, insight out, it does make it really overwhelming for all of us. Cause even myself, I've been kind of in this through my whole career in various ways, but I'm finding now there's just so many lanes and everybody's talking about TikTok right now and saying, Oh my God, you got to do this. You got to do this. And I find, I find myself just overwhelmed at times with saying, wow, you know, what is the right couple of pieces of, of strategy to to take it and and not chase the most current thing, but still, you know, get the message out. So it's, I know we're all overwhelmed in some ways with it.
1: I mean, there's so much noise. So I have a client um, called Angela and she talks about, you know, there is so much noise out there so again where there is so much noise you know in the media and the media is giving what their perception is right so the one thing that um, part being a publicist and a PR firm is really getting the message out the way that the client would really like to have, but make it to be clear and have clarity to go out because there is so much noise out there. And with with, you know, I know, you know, with what's been going on. You know, what people know, is it true, untrue? You know, like do you believe it or not to believe it? And we've talked about belief systems and like that. But in with PR, when you've got this message and you've got people that are truly making a difference, then, you know, the question, like for me, is having the questions where they can truly, where the client can really answer and then have a discussion of where they are going with what they are doing in the world, if that makes sense. Yeah. I hope that makes
0: sense. yeah, yeah, it does. Um, to kind of tag on to this part of the conversation, there was another comment question that you had brought up, which is you know creating with other people in the earth and animals is you know a passion of yours and is a is a focus. but you know, that meshes so amazing with this PR track, but I want to hear a little bit more about your view of the creating with the universe and with animals and with people.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of times, and especially, um, I was and still probably am, um, was, uh, animal communicator so a lot of owners would actually come to me and we would do yoga we do massage you know we would really like talk to the animal through like energy and and even communicate with the animals and then with the earth I mean you know nature doesn't have right or wrong it doesn't have points of views it just lives it just be a tree just be and so you know for me the earth is one of the greatest creation that I can be with I know when I and I do get stress I can just go to the sea or go to the earth and just really know that the earth and the and the universe has got my back no matter what's going on it truly has my back and I think you know when you're when you're creating with you know the universe and the universe includes everything Right. I mean, a lot of people don't realise that it includes the good and bad. You know, nature doesn't, doesn't see right and wrong, doesn't, you know, a bird doesn't, I've heard this so many quoted so many times, a bird doesn't have a bad hairdo, like a, a bad day and things like that. So it's only us that has all these limiting points of view. So for me, it's like, really creating with the earth really has no barriers and no walls and animals can be the same too. Um, and so that's what, you know, nature is a great teacher to me and I really learn so much of, you know, when when things that you think may not be happening or, you, you know, it, it's not showing up the way you would like it or something that you really do want in your life and it, it didn't work out, the nature just shows you just to be present and keep moving forward. And that's like we were talking about the shark. The shark never st- it never stops still. And so for me, I never stop still. Keep moving forward, yeah. you know, not looking at the past but just moving forward. And so the earth just sh- just shows me, show, shows me life every day.
0: Yeah, no, it does. And um, being more in tune with nature, with the energy, with what's, you know, really available to us all there has been one of my great joys over the last number of years is really getting re-in-touch with that. So I uh, I love it. And the communication with the animals and with you know all all the all the beings it really is something that i've come to realize and to experience in some levels myself and so it's uh it's exciting there was a great movie we watched called herd uh, where the lady has a horse ranch and she brings people there for healing and it was uh it was really a uh, spectacular experience watching the transformation that these people get from interacting with the energies uh, of those amazing creatures. So it's really cool to hear you uh, talk about it and experience that the um, time always flies fast in these, but a couple of things I, I love to ask is number one is if you were to have people take away one thing from today's 30 minutes uh, with getting to know you um, it's kind of a thought process I took away from everything from my early days of, of sitting in the Catholic mass to growing up into meetings and, and seminars. If I'm going to devote a, an hour or half an hour, whatever it is, I always try to take away one thing, one thing that can help me impact, you know, the way I operate on a day to day basis. So I love to ask the question, uh, what's your one thing that you'd love people to take away?
1: Truly being you and really taking one hour a day for you and then one, you know, really, truly that could be having a bath, could be having a conversation with yourself, reading a favourite book or doing self, um, self, you know, development, but truly having that one hour and having that commitment, even if you've got children, a company, like really knowing that commitment to yourself and having commitment and I think you know the one thing you know from 2013 to now I had a lot of back doors and I and I didn't realize even now like in 2020 I had a lot of still back doors that I was using an excuse to check check out from truly being committed to me and to my body and to my future, and to my own reality, not anyone else's. And so, all these back doors are all the excuses limiting beliefs. So, if you know you could take anything, Anna, is really look at your back doors. How many back doors do you have? Because when you choose, and you actually decide to really close all the back doors, then that's when. They're like yeah. more miracles and, and more things that, you know, more energy can come in because, you know, all the back doors, all the energies are flowing out and like that, and that's where fatigue and heaviness and like that. But I really notice, and I'm still closing them, and I'm still, you know, like, you know, one one of mine was, you know, I'll be honest, was drama. I loved it, <laughs> you know. I love drama. And you know, being in Spain is a classic, you know, suffering and and trauma and drama and, and you know all that. And so when I again it's recognizing, oh, what what is this gonna create, this drama? So what other choices do I have? So closing that back door on drama. Um, and then go, okay, what else? And that's where that creativity of me comes out, I'm like more of me, and that's what I love. Like I'm accessing more of me that I'm discovering. And, you know, there's been some things that I have not liked and then just been with it, and that's about being really quiet and just sitting with it and then moving forward with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah the it's fascinating how the truly being you and taking that one hour or you know whatever that block of time is it is the thing that we most easily give up i've noticed you know it's like i'll i'll do everything else but i'll shortchange me really yeah. easy and it's it's something that um i still am working on today you know i i want to be Better at reserving that time, but then it's like you get busy and you constantly are shortchanging it. So it's a fascinating thing yep. to watch uh, that.
1: Play and, out. and the more you commit to you, then the more you'll show up, and then things will work more, and so then you won't shortchange, and things will be more ease. And even when the hard times and difficult times come. Mm-hmm you won't be running out of the back door like most of us and i know and i can say that because i've done it cuz you're there even if it's most uncomfortable you're you're there you're not running anywhere and, and then that's where m- more of you can you can access more of you and you can show up more
0: yeah great so the you know as we wind the show down the question i always close with is a cauliflower moment and it's a fun one. Uh, it can be fun. It can be serious. But it's, it's really a moment where you stopped and realized that a belief that you were operating with was just fundamentally wrong and was leading you down the wrong road uh, or was not letting you have experiences that you could have had. Uh, and so I always like to ask and love to explore, you know, what's, what's a cauliflower moment that comes up for you when you think about that?
1: Well, I would say right now, the most recent one that has really come up was probably a week ago. It was something that I just wasn't giving up. And I was really looking at everything and just I would not give up. And I kept going. I kept going. And so when I actually recognised that it wasn't going to go anywhere, I didn't make myself wrong. So <laughs> what I actually did is notice that what I was making a wrongness, because I could have looked at it as a wrongness, and it was bad because I just would not give up. I just wouldn't let go. I just kept like really like looking at what other possibilities. So I looked at it was a strongness and then went, well. What if I can put my attention on that strongness of never giving up, never quitting, to something that's going to create greater? And that was my awakening up because sometimes we think we've decided that, you know, this is what I really wanted. This is where, you know, this is where, and it was, you know, a, a relationship and it was heading that way for me, And then when I woke up that, you know, it's not a wrongness, it's a strongness, I can put my attention to other things in the world and into my business and that's what I did and that's what it was really like it expanded me. Instead of making myself so wrong of not giving up and just keep like looking at, well, what else can we look at? Like what else? Then go, okay, okay let's put my attention, but use that energy to even create something greater. And that's what I've been choosing.
0: Yeah. You know, you make a great point there on, um, you know, this whole idea of the cauliflower moment that I I really want to have resonate with people is that none of this is wrongness. You know, it really is the, the beauty of it is that we all have had sets of experiences and we can help each other by elevating, hey, you know what? This this belief and this experience that I got really didn't work out the way I had hoped. And I hope that by exposing it and by elevating it, it'll help you um, maybe potentially not have to go have those hard roads yourself. And it really is amazing how when you, when you start to realize that wow, you know, this human experience is just full of it. And the more we can learn from each other, in some ways, I, I look at it. In fact, I made a comment last night. I said, you know, this is really like going back to sitting down with the tribal elders and they would pass on all of the, the truths and experiences that have been learned. And in some way, we we lose all that nowadays because it's lost in the craziness of, of media, just like our current situation where you have no idea what's true. You can't tell right or wrong. You can't tell, gosh, you know, I read something about the vaccine yesterday from the, the head of the, the who, and she's saying, well, we don't know if the vaccine stops transmission and you're like, what, you know, what are it's we doing?
1: that craziness and insanity. And so, you know, what I say to people just really know, like Take everything on, like not take it on and you know, like, oh, but take everything on, like, take everything and receive that, and then really know what is actually true for you. And I say what's true for you, like, you know, like if it makes you really feel angry and sick and heavy, that may not actually, you know, like resonate for you, but really, you know, don't discard anything positive on or, ne- or positive or negative right. just really just receive it and you know that facial expression you know it's really you know like especially with the news right now with the pandemic and the fear like a lot of media is fear based so you could really turn around the fear and, and and really go through the fear or go beyond the fear, and I think that's that's a lot of times we we have something, we go through something, and it's truly going beyond it. And I think with the pandemic, with everything, with media, we go beyond it and we create something completely different. And I would say that's what's going to occur from me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm doing with the PR company, creating something different with PR and going beyond um, mm. what everyone else is actually doing with PR.
0: Great. Well, listen. Really appreciate your time today. How can people connect with you or or reach out and uh, talk PR with you?
1: So um, right now, you know, anyone can um, find me on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Inspire PR Media, Instagram's the same, Inspire PR Media. And, you know, LinkedIn is really the best place to find me right now. And, um, you know, reach, yeah, reach out. I would love people to just reach out and just even just say hi.
0: Yeah. Well, great. And I'll include that in the show notes as well. Well, listen, have a nice evening in Spain, and I really appreciate your time today.
1: Thank you, Dan. Thanks for having me on the show.